Hello, hello, and welcome into number 82 of the Sports Kiki Podcast. My name, as always, is Alex Reamer. Happy Saturday to you all. Happy Saturday indeed, and happy first weekend of NFL football. Yes, from now until late February, because remember, the season's been extended by a week. We will have uh, NFL football with us every Sunday, so park your rear end on the couch Beautiful Sunday out. Who cares? You're on the sofa watching pigskin. There you go. So it is a battle. I mean, NFL, my Patriots, Mac Jones, or Sunday fun day. Uh, Well, I do have to work Sunday, so I am going to choose the Patriots. But, I mean, eh, it is a debate and it is a choice. You know, for straight people, Sunday fun day, I think, does mean sitting on the couch and eating uh, great food that's very bad for you and watching the Red Zone channel or your favorite team or whatever. But for you know us gays, Sunday fun day is drinking uh, vodka sodas outside somewhere at a tea dance, and the Patriots are not on, unfortunately. But anyway, uh, welcome in, as I mentioned, to the show, episode number 82. Uh, I'm about 98% sure we'll have a really cool guest next week on the show, a gay sports reporter who spent 50-plus consecutive days in Tokyo covering the Olympics and Paralympics. So that will be exciting. Hopefully that does happen next week. But this week, there are a couple of stories that I want to sift through. Uh, The first one is an exclusive we had at OutSports yesterday, Friday. I wrote it, but uh, Sid Ziegler gave me a big assist on this, got me onto the story. So Kansas State is partnering with Jordy Nelson, one of its most famous and well-known alumni. Uh, Alumni, yes, an alumnus, one of the most famous, no, most famous alumni. I was right, plural. Uh, It is called the Jordy Nelson Legends Classic Charity Softball Game. Uh, Several Wildcat legends, including Nelson, are slated to appear at the event. Uh, The issue is that this event, the K-State that this event, the proceeds, were going to two charitable organizations, the K-State Football Walk-On Scholarship, which is great, and then a a group called Young Life Manhattan. What is Young Life? Well, Young Life is a Christian youth group that for years prohibited LGBTQ people from taking leadership positions. Uh, This policy came to light last summer when a leaked document outlined the organization's expectations for its leaders. Uh, So that's the situation with Young Life. Kansas State and Jordy Nelson originally, when this event was first announced in June, Pride Month, uh, this this Young Life was going to be a recipient of the proceeds. So we were tipped off at OutSports by a K-State alumnus who we've profiled in the past, and we did some digging here and talked to K-State, and they confirmed to us this week that Young Life will no longer receive proceeds from the softball game. Funds will now be split between the Jordy Nelson Greater Community Foundation and K-State Athletics. Uh, K-State Athletics is committed to creating and maintaining an environment that embraces and celebrates diversity while intentionally promoting and practicing inclusion. That's what the school's executive associate, athletics director for communications, told us in an email. And I mean, that this is an example of a sport of an athletic department at a major school uh, in major athletic program uh, centering a change around the LGBTQ community and really listening to the LGBTQ community. And, you know, this is something that they could have 
gotten around by saying we were unaware, Young Life does some good work, which it does, and the alumnus uh, who got us onto the story did Young Life as a kid and said despite its anti-gay policies, he actually has a lot of fun memories from his experiences at Young Life and their summer camps and the values he learned. So like, there's a lot of shades of gray here like always, and I think Kansas State could have hid behind those shades of gray, but it didn't. They came out, and Jordy Nelson, too, deserves credit for this. They met with him, and they dropped Young Life from the event. So that's an example of where our voice matters. Our voice matters. People are listening to us, and they're doing it now with these kinds of things more than ever. And on that note, another thing that I think is pretty cool as we head into the fall here is that for the first time ever, each of America's big five sports currently has an out gay athlete in the pros. That's never happened before. We can run them down. Carl Nassib, of course, who makes his uh, debut with the Raiders this weekend as an out gay man. Uh, Luke Prokop is in the uh, National Predators system in the NHL. Both of them came out this summer. Derek Gordon continues to play professional basketball in Europe. He signed with a German team this week after playing last year in Cyprus. Colin Martin plays professional soccer, and Brian Ruby is the pro baseball player. We talked about him briefly last week. He came out this summer as well. So we talk a lot about the domino effect and how in 2013-2014, when you had Jason Collins come out and Michael Sam came out, Derek Gordon came out, Robbie Rogers, the soccer player, came out around then as well, it did seem like we were on the cusp of an, of an avalanche of more LGBTQ out LGBTQ athletes in male sports. It really did seem like we were going in that direction, especially because the reaction to these guys was good. I mean, uniformly, it was good publicly. Uh, Jason Collins was widely embraced by every star in the league, from LeBron James to Kobe Bryant, and Michael Sam was drafted. And I, I do think we, you can say his sexuality maybe did play a role in uh, him not ultimately making the Rams and then getting cut by the Cowboys shortly thereafter after signing on to their practice squad. And, and you know, even go back seven, eight years ago when Sam came out and entered that first camp with the Rams, the culture was so different. I keep hearkening back to that silly ESPN report about his teammates showering with him, not showering with him. And I mean, that would just be preposterous coming from ESPN or any reputable media organization, news organization right now. So uh, times have changed a lot, even over these last seven, eight years, which is why I am more confident that we will see that domino effect come, especially once the NFL season begins and Carl Nassib is on a roster and you see that there's no media circus, there are no huge distractions, uh, it's fine. He's gay and he can play and his teammates support him because we know, I mean, we know there are other closeted athletes out there. How do they get that push? I think, well, America's big five sports each has an out gay pro and that is uh, a sign of progress in the male sports arena, which as we know, dramatically t uh, trails the women's women's sports in terms of out-athletes. I keep going back to the Olympics. We had 185 out-athletes at this year's Olympic Games. Only 17 of them were male. So I think that really outlines a disparity as well. And another thing I wanted to mention with the NFL opening up this weekend and Tom Brady giving us another uh, sensational performance on Thursday night uh, we've done a lot of uh, complimenting of the NFL 
on this podcast on Outsports throughout the summer for their LGBTQ initiatives. They turned their iconic shield, Rainbow for Pride Month, which is an important symbol. The National Coming Out Day video they did last October with Gronk and DeAndre Hopkins and other stars. Uh, the, the, the NFL is for everyone, football is for everyone video that they did this Pride Month after NASA came out, the subsequent donation they made to the Trevor Project as well. So there's been a lot of praising of the NFL on out sports, which is something that I seldom do. Um, and a pushback that we often hear and I often hear whenever you speak positively about any initiative the NFL is taking part in is, well, how can you support this league when Colin Kaepernick is still without a job? Or this is all disingenuous on the NFL's part. They're just trying to cover up. I mean, look what they did to the to, to Kaepernick and in their stance on player protests and how they sold out to Trump a few years ago. And you know, my response to that would be that, yeah, I think that Colin Kaepernick was most certainly blackballed from the NFL for his courageous stance five years ago. I think the league's owners uh, were so obsequious to Trump, unnecessarily so, the following year in 2017. I think the NFL made huge mistakes. And I think Goodell's statement last year at the height of the George Floyd protests and Black Lives Matter protests, you know, saying, apologizing to Kaepernick, like that's where actions speak louder than words. I totally agree with the cynics there. But on the flip side, an organization can be wrong or on one issue, especially in the past, and right on another. And let's just say that the NFL has been right on LGBTQ inclusion, going down to the support that we see Carl Nassib receiving today. It's, 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 now, I know that the NFL is a multi-billion dollar enterprise and they could always do more, always do more to cater to LGBTQ people. That's absolutely right. But the league has left no doubt that it supports out athletes, it supports out gay people in sports, in football, and that's better than staying silent on the issue. That is progress. So I think it's important in these circumstances to understand when progress gets made as well and recognize that progress and say not every person and not every organization is perfect. Again, I mean, I'm a Patriots guy. Deflategate, I could go all day on how horrible Roger Goodell has been at handling past controversies, domestic violence crisis. I mean, it's still being handled horribly with issues just being swept under the rug. I mean, I can't believe the league hasn't put Deshaun Watson on its exempt list yet. So the NFL does plenty of things wrong. But on this one, this issue, uh, LGBTQ inclusion, they're on the right side of history. And that's important because they're our most popular sports league and one of our most sacred cultural institutions. So with that said, who's ready for some football? Thank you for listening to another edition of the Sports Kiki Podcast. My name is Alex Reamer. If you have any show or guest ideas, I say this every week and I mean it. You can feel free to DM me on Twitter against my better judgment. My DMs are open. At AlexReamer1 is my name. That again is at AlexReamer1. So long. I'll talk to you next Saturday.